Well, it has been a fun week's vacation, listeners, but I am glad to be back on the air. I had a bit of a crisis, but I am feeling A-OK now. And if I wasn't, I would be sure to show it rather than just grinning and bearing it now, wouldn't I? Welcome back, dear listeners, to Vermont Stretch Radio, the radio show broadcast to you live from Killington Gimmel, home of Earth Gimmel's first ski resort. You might be asking, can I survive another winter? But we're asking you, can you survive another winter without hitting the powder? Now, today's hot topic is the fallen. The fallen. I loathe the fallen. I hate them. There's just something horrible about people that just randomly kill and mutilate other people for a reason. It's just because you're killing people, you need to add religion on top of that. I don't really think there's anything other than Viking paganism that really encourages violence religiously. I mean, I am all for selective usage of scripture and a creative interpretation of rules. I mean, that is how I'm getting my tax break for being a hero organization. But I don't think the fallen are being genuine here. Uh, which is to say I think they are being genuine. Uh, bad news for anyone who is a Case 53, anyone who isn't white, anyone who isn't straight, anyone who isn't a cape, and anyone who doesn't agree with them. And some of the people who, that do agree with them. I just fail to understand, listeners, why a bunch of actively hostile people that go around setting fire to malls have been left alone. They have clearly violated the unwritten and unenforced terms of the amnesty. They clearly hate the Wardens. They clearly pose a threat to everyone around them, including themselves. Honestly, by this point, I think the Wardens wouldn't even do anything if a rabid wolverine with Ms. Mathers painted on its back started running around their lobby and mauling receptionists. Ooh, Nora, remind me of that one later. In sports news, I have managed to get a rugby team sorted for Killington. We're hoping to get a league going, since it takes a lot less gear than American football, or as you like to call it, football. And unlike those idiots trying to get American football going in Gimmel, we don't want anyone building giant stadiums instead of houses for all those homeless refugees back on bait that everyone likes to conveniently forget about. Everyone except John Wine, who is working to bring your friends and loved ones to our new home. In election news, Jeannie Wynn. As a quick reminder to those of you at home, we here at Vermont Stretch Radio are abusing our role as unfair and biased news to wholeheartedly recommend voting for Jean Wynn. Look for her name on the ballot and then keep looking because her name is spelled absolutely nothing like how it sounds. Now, listeners, I appreciate that some of you might have been looking forward to more Master Stranger Awareness Month, but Master Stranger Awareness Month was already going on well beyond when it should have ended. By the PRT's old events calendar, we are now in Blaster Danger Awareness Month, but I don't think blasters make for very fun listening. So today, and in upcoming days, we are going to go any sort of horror story about capes in favor of The Earth That Was, a horribly offensive name for a society pre-gold morning that discriminates against those from Earths other than Earth bait. Sorry, got a little carried away there. We are going to be doing a fluff piece. This is the story of Nora James, a young woman who has grown up in a world where capes have shaped every facet of her life. Nora James was the daughter of a PRT officer and another less public PRT officer. 
Her mother was a squaddy, one of those brave police force rejects that served in the early days of the PRT when it was seen as a waste of government money. The golden age of capes was one where the idea of a few brave men and women kicking in some 13-year-old tinker's door would be seen as authoritarian rather than a fact of life, even if they had a horde of robots tear apart a bank vault earlier that week. By contrast, Nora's father worked in supplies, having secured himself a safe job. Not a cushy job, not at all. His workload was hectic, trying to make sure that rubber bullets didn't go missing, regular bullets didn't go missing, and that the local protectorate weren't trying to hide their tinker's supply budget by adding it to the requisitions list. Now, one day, Nora's father, Carl, was taking his lunch break when he saw a woman arm-wrestling the protectorate cape Brute Squad. She lost, of course, getting her arm broken in the process, but at some point in the mess, people shouting for a medic, pieces of her elbow poking out from her skin, brute squad trembling in horror and standing up from the table. At some point, she seemed to catch his eye. He gave a brief and unsure wave, not really knowing what to do. A week later, the two met again. Nora's mother, Kylie James, was sipping at a cup of water with her good hand, the other still in a cast. She'd been released from hospital, but the idea of sitting at home, idle, for nearly a month while she waited for her arm to heal wasn't something that Kylie wanted to face. She'd made up her mind to spend that time doing minor errands for the supplies department. Carl made another brief, unsure wave, having caught her eye, and Kylie spent a minute or so tutting and clicking her fingers before she could finally place his face. Carl collected a cup of water from the cooler, and the two of them started talking. By Kylie's reckoning, it was later that same night that little Nora was conceived. More on Nora James later. Now, in music news, we are turning to the advent of Gorn Metal. Characterised by the love of ultraviolence, not that lizard from Star Trek. Typical lyrics of Gorn Metal will describe acts of intense and wanton cruelty mixed in with human screams. The perfect music to distract us all from the rather more mundane horrors that most of us deal with these days by reminding us of the rather more exciting horrors that we're all missing. It's like a musical slasher film. Now, we here at Vermont Stretch Radio don't try to play favourites, but Viking Funeral have asked us to give them a shout-out. And by asked us, I mean gently suggested it. Viking Funeral a collection of parahumans online songwriters, storywriters, and online friends that finally met up with each other in the refugee camps of Earthbait. Two years on, and their first album, Effing Love Eye Villains, is out, featuring their hit single, Genocide Eyes OTP. Trust me when I say that the rest of that album is just as irreverent and horrifyingly named, themed around some of the more gruesome capes of Earthbait, used as an allegory for the things that we have lost after the end of the world. For example, Snogging Acid Bath is as much a cruel and horrible love ballad with an ugly end as it is a tribute to the loss of Bait Britain. Now, with that out of the way, but in a good way, we move back to the reason we are talking about The Fallen. A recent confrontation took place between the B-list villains of Hollow Point and the heroes of Advance Guard. This may seem like a digression from The Fallen, but don't worry, we'll be getting right back to them. 
On the side of Hollow Point, we have villains such as Etna, a woman that throws around molten glass willy-nilly, and Nailbiter, a woman who, ironically, has very sharp nails. On the hero side, of course, we have those such as Sprite, one of those lame power copiers, and Shortcut, a man with an axe to grind. The fight was also joined in by a few unidentified capes, a woman whose logo was very badly centred, a painted doll filled with writhing tendrils, and a giant screaming human head carried aloft on spider legs. Witnesses also reported an appearance by Damsel of Distress. Damsel of Distress? One of the Slaughterhouse Nine's final members, reported dead before Gold Morning, reported alive multiple times before Gold Morning, and reported alive after Gold Morning? It seems the clone army of Slaughterhouse Nine members is still alive and out there! And this one took the side of Hollow Point and was seen with Beast of Burden, a bulky brute dressed as a bionic Brahmin, but there you have it, Damsel of Distress, still alive and active. Who knows what other members of the Slaughterhouse Nine are still wandering around out there. Uh, anyway, the advance guard were forced into something of a retreat, peeling back alongside their fellow heroes after a lengthy conflict with powers. But why is this important? Well, it turns out that the villains of Hollow Point are now storming the Fallen's homes. On one side, a collection of B-list villains with the backing of the tyrants that control Brockton Bay with all but outright government appeal, and on the other, a horde of religious zealots, racists, and murderers. Um, not separate categories there, those descriptors all pretty much apply to the Fallen. And we will be staying here, giving you live updates as we learn more about this villain on Villain War. This is breaking news, and I am not giving it up to the man outside this room waiting for his turn. Hi there, William. Nice to see you, William. I paid to have this room wet made, William, and if you tut at me one more time, I am going to hide mousetraps in all of your kitchen drawers, William. Bye. Bye. Da, 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 da. This was a fan production for Parahuman Audio Community Content. Worm, Ward, and the Parahuman series are owned and written by J.C. McRae. Check out Worm at parahumans.wordpress.com and Ward at parahumans.net. For the Ward audiobook project, or the Wardiobook project, and for more audio stuff set in the Parahumans universe, visit parahumanaudio.com. Shoutouts! Kittius makes me word good, Pitta helped this one time too, Sheep is a constant source of inspiration, and Rain is now hosting us completely, since SoundCloud says I've recorded more than three hours now and I am not giving them a penny. A shout-out as well to Gaia, Pericardium, and the rest of the Cauldron mods. And of course, a shout-out to Nightvale. A shout-out to Nightvale that has never been mentioned before, and never will be again. Go listen to Nightvale. You will want to laugh, cry, and experience the sensation of a cold, clawed hand resting on your shoulder. Why aren't you listening to Night Vale? Everyone loves Night Vale. So thank you for listening.